sick hell yeah sick <laughs> he's like tight <laughs> um <laughs> cool pat are you recording yeah uh can you give me a clap oh i couldn't hear that at all really can you do it closer to the microphone that's oh, better nice. much better jim can you give me a clap oh that's a beautiful clap thank you not too strong not too weak and now <laughs> i'm gonna clap that was Sick. very weak fuck you welcome to <laughs> anti-capitalists radio this is the end of 2020 edition back with me is patrick nordyke hello jim guys it wasn't Hi. time for you guys to talk yet <laughs> Okay. Fuck off, I talk when I want. Oh, why don't you like actually look at us when you talk instead of texting on your fucking phone? Oh, I'm not texting. This is really important. Go on. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Very good. So we're going to recap 2020, the year in music. Uh, 2020 was actually a pretty good year for music. Do you guys agree? I would definitely agree. Yes. Even, even though there weren't a whole lot of... Oh, you were fucking tagging us on Instagram? That's what you were doing? Oh, don't worry. It gets better. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, so it was a pretty shitty year overall, but music was great. Uh, a lot of this stuff came out pre-pandemic. A lot of it came out during the pandemic, but, you know, obviously it was, you know, written before the pandemic. because so it takes forever to get things pressed, but we're going to talk about some things now. And I'm going to make sure to make this a lot. Ah, I should have done a test. But oh, we're gonna go ahead. We're just gonna go ahead and say fuck it and see how it is. Um, Are we... for... What? Go ahead. No, go you ahead. go ahead. You go ahead. No, 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 please. Please, after you, we're... sir. Are we just going into it? Yeah, fuck it. Why? We'll go. So what, the way we're gonna do it is we're gonna play uh, five songs each, alternating, just like we normally do. And then the at the end we're gonna talk about our other five picks because. It's, I don't have like three hours to go through this today. And I don't, no. I don't think you guys want to listen to this for three hours, but I will include links of all of the other bands releases. Um, we have a little bit of a surprise near the end. So stay tuned. Okay. Patrick Nordic, you're up first. Tell me about yeah. Sweeping Promises. Yeah, the Sweeping Promises LP, Hunger for a Way Out. This uh, kind of slipped up on me at the last minute. Um, it's extremely fucking catchy. Really great production. Love the bass tone on it. Um, I It's post-punky. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, this is going to be huge. That's I mean, I it, it, it is huge. They're, they're already on their uh, fourth pressing. I know it's insane. insane. They're, they're, yeah. they're really big. This this was on my top 10 as well. And I'm glad that you put it on so that I could choose something else. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this is great. Jim, are you familiar? No, I haven't heard this at all, but I saw that it was on both of yours. So I am definitely excited to check it out. Sick. Let's I went with more of like a, a sleeper track because it's just the ending's just amazing. But yeah. Yeah. The first two, first two or three tracks are just like absolute bangers. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the whole record's good, but I think it comes out really strong. Cool. Hunger for a Way Out by Sweeping Promises. This is the first song. Yeah. 
I picked a different one, but it's okay. You already fucked up. Oh, uh, no. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You, you, God, you sent me. No, fuck this. I'm going to make it embarrassing <laughs> for you. Uh, what, what was the song? Because you just sent me the whole fucking. The oh, whole I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I sent you whole links. I didn't send you an appetite. An Real appetite. amateur hour. Oh, God damn it. Num- track nine. We would have had to go through eight other tracks to get to this. An appetite. Taken like 15 by minutes. Fuck Pat Nordyke. Sick bass tone. I know the bass sounds so good. It sounds like it would be in the opening credits of Pineapple Express. (laughs) Is this too quiet for you guys, or is it fine? Fine. It's good. Sick. It does sound like uh, I, like you should be in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> walking, walking down the street. This is Boston, not Brooklyn. No, I'm saying like the music is evocative of that. Joke. I know, but this band's from Boston, so what you said didn't make sense. <laughs> It's going to be a very contentious time. You see, Pat, there's a famous compilation called This is Boston, Not L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, you need to go to punk school, all right? Go back to punk school, bro. It says it was recorded with a patented single mic technique, and I'm wondering what that was. Where does it say that? It sounds great. I really like the production. This part is awesome where it's just like that repetition. Really great artwork too. It comes with like a, kind of points this out like a risograph lyric sheet. It's really cool. Nice. Nice. Let's see. Just keeps going. So many people like this. And going and going and going. I might see if they have this at Disc Union so I can buy it. It's so wanna, good. I don't want to just buy it from here. All right. Very good. An Appetite by Sweeping Promises. Thank you, oh, yeah. Pat. Hey, you're welcome. Just bringing the good music to the people. That's my job. All right. Jim, you're up. Uh, this is a band called Witches with Dicks. They're America's best pop punk band. They've been around for like 15 years or something at this point. Um, and this seven inch came out this year. It also ended up being a benefit seven inch for their guitarist and vocalist, Jeff, who had like some very serious medical issues this year. Um, and it seems like he's recovering really well, but uh, definitely worth buying. Yeah. So this is extremely loud and incredibly shitty by Witches with Dicks. Jeff Poot forever.
sounds like a witches with dicks record <laughs> it sounds closer to the to manual and like the their original run i guess than i think that other 12 inch does oh yeah i really like it this one slipped under the cracks for me slipped through the cracks under the cracks slipped through the cracks through the cracks Un- swept under the rug i don't know all right <laughs> um yeah no i'm really glad that we talked about this yesterday because i listened to it twice through since and it's really good and the songs are really short it's very very easy to get through Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's great. Have you heard them before, Pat? I have. I'm pretty sure both of you have suggested them to me. Man, I, I don't know. Pop punk is it's, it's tough. <laughs> no, it is tough, but they're they've been at it for a long time, and they've been one of the best. And I feel like it's like a a band that Boilerman got along with very well. You can definitely hear some some uh, similar sounds there. Yeah, y'all are pulling from the same well played with them once in boston it was yeah, cool. they're, they're very very nice people excellent um yeah now it's uh on to another few more nice people uh dark thoughts this is my song and it's called terrible things here it is this was something that came out i think it leaked right before probably around this time last year but it officially wasn't released until January 2020 so I think I had it on both end of the best of the years I love Dark Thoughts but for some reason this record did not connect with me as much as the other ones did I think it I think it has to do with the recording maybe or like how Jim's vocals sound on it I don't think they sound bad but it's like it's not what I was expecting. It was kind of different. It's so I, good. It, it's it's great. I, I I listen to it all the time, but I agree that um, I think the second one is the best. Yeah, I think that's probably like the best pop punk record of the 2010. I think Get Work is like perfect. Yeah, it's great. They were supposed to come to Japan uh, in October this year with Smart Hearts, but that did not happen. Why? COVID. <laughs> why? Why is that? I don't know. I talked to Jim like a few days ago, and he was like, "We're still planning on going to Japan." Oh yeah. So that'd be great. Uh, we all are. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try to see if I can convince them to let me let me go in the van with them but you know they're, pro- they're, they're doing it with smart hearts so it'll probably uh, be pretty uh pretty cramped just follow them yeah that's true now what fucking <laughs> song is this because pat sent me full albums and not uh it's actually number track number four track number four i just want to make it difficult for you i think it's already queued up you're already queued up hey thanks baby got your ass Whiskey Storytime by Alabaster De, De Plume. Is that how you spell Plume. whiskey? I don't think so. But that, he's no, 
That is okay. the way you spell whiskey in Scotland and uh, in Japan. And then it's got an E. It's E-Y in like America and like Canada. And maybe Ireland as well. Interesting. Well, anyway, Bunch of for something completely fools. different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who is this? Tell me about it. Uh, a jazz artist from the UK. The label International Anthem is from Chicago. They've been doing some really great. I mean, just some of the, my favorite records of this year, for sure, in the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, this is this is a little different from what you expect if you were saying this is going to be jazz music. So go ahead. All right. Sounds good. Whiskey story time. <laughs> Maybe you feel like you're walking through a garden. The sun is bright, but not too bright. <laughs> Winter hibiscus colored vinyl is sold out, unfortunately. Unfortunately. That just looks like purple. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, let's talk colored vinyl. What's your favorite and least favorite? I kind of know Jim's because we did a bunch of seafoam green records. Yeah, that's that is probably my favorite. I don't like bad looking clear. So like, there's some pressing plants where clear just looks like weird, awful, like yellow. Yeah, yeah, I hate. I like clear look, clear vinyl. I hate when it like isn't done well though. I'm not a big fan of clear red. I no, clear red is clear red, kind of sucks. I would agree with letter. Spire's stupid. Oh my god. I also, I mean, United, uh, like the putty one, the the recycled one where they just throw everything together. Oh, yeah. So many of those, like back in the early 2000s. So many records pressed on that shit. Yeah, I think think a good, like, clear, like, solid clear vinyl looks really good. Yeah. I really like the look of like purple too, though. Like like that one Gizm record, like that purple is like really vibrant and it looks. Cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. Clear purple's great. I'm a big fan of this uh, album right now, Pat. It's man. This is honestly, it's one of my records of the year. It's well, obviously, but it's probably like number one. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like it's just kind of hypnotic. It's like really, really chill. I don't know. It's cool. Throw this on. What do you do when you're listening to this, Pat? Um, I stare out the window, contemplate life, um, think about every blade of grass in the empty lot next door. So yeah. Sick. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to the next one. Crowned in floral vice by it's Black Matters. Thematically reasonable to follow up the last <laughs> song with this. Hell yeah. Flower based, yeah. Uh, it's also sonically very similar. Uh, this this band is like members of Bloody Incantation and I think Spectral Voice and another one of my. I think wait, I think there's someone that is in Stormkeep. Maybe not, but it's definitely Blood Incantation people. Uh, it's very good. It's metal. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> 
with that, let's listen to some metal. Yeah, before we started this, Jim and I were talking about how this is... I mean, this is my favorite metal record of the year, for sure. It's so good. Yeah, this might be my legitimate number one record of the year. There have been a few that have come close to it. Uh, the Rip to Shreds record from this year might be my actual favorite, but this this is, like, unreasonably aggressive, but every song is, like very catchy in a weird way like they're all very standalone tracks it's like yeah they're just they're good they're they're very like standout songs which i feel like this style of metal you kind of like want to put on an album sometimes and just let the whole thing go but this has a lot of like songs that stand really well on their own too yeah. it's kind of rare the drumming is so insane it's nuts I really respect drummers that can just keep doing the same beat over and over again for a really long time. Yeah. I really like, I don't like like quote unquote war metal or like bestial black metal stuff, like blasphemy type stuff really at all. But this band somehow takes like little, very tasteful amounts of that and kind of like sprinkle it in and make me enjoy it, which is pretty tough to do. Normally, I can't hang with that stuff at all. I think they, yeah, I, I hear you on that too. I think I think they just have a very eclectic sound for metal. Because it's very doomy too. Yeah, they pull from a lot of different places, but still have, it's still very cohesive. Definitely doesn't sound like their other bands. It's like, feels like a very singular project for them. Yeah. And these are people that do a lot of different bands that sing something. Ooh, nice. And in, in track three, like the ending of that song is just so good. It's got like this kind of like bass outro that's just like slow and just pummeling. Ooh. This Perfect. band, unlike a lot of metal bands, I feel like really highlights the bass playing in a lot of ways. Like there's a lot of breaks that are just bass and the bass is very audible in the mix which yeah i think adds a lot to it and the bass tone rules friend friend of your pod crumb diabendetto says this is his, his favorite bass tone that makes sense ever or of the year i don't know about ever I mean, he says a lot of things <laughs> It's a good bass tone, especially, you know, metal is notoriously a genre that ignores bass, I feel like. Yeah. This cover art rules, too. <laughs> Why don't you I describe it, Jim? Uh, I think it's a man pulling himself out of a, like a fiery oven of some kind. There's definitely doors. I can't tell if this person is going in or out of it though. I think I he's think going in. Yeah, I think he's coming out of hell. An That's interesting my observation, Joe. Like the do huh. the doors to hell, and he's coming out, pulling himself up. The fire does have a sort of like at the top, like almost like horns on it. 
Oh, nice. I don't know if that's intentional, but definitely has like a demonic look to it. They also have a very good band logo. Yeah. Very good. You can make it out, but just barely. Exactly. I love when uh, like a, mob, a lot of metal bands are doing this. I feel like this is more stereotypical for metal, but they're doing like that the drumming. I think like Dylan and Bruce described it as like the, the the helicopter beat, where it's just like you're hitting the snare and the hi hat at the same time. Like yeah, they were doing it. Earlier. Yeah, it's oh, just like God. I love that. If you use it sparingly, it's perfect. Yeah, it's just like a slow blast beat. Right, yeah, exactly. The, the band uh, Infernal Coil does that a lot, and it's like, but not like too much, but it's like perfect. Ugh. Yeah, but it sounds. It seems like something you would probably do with like your like fifteen year old band to be like, oh, this sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, when you when you can't when you so, can't play faster or yeah, but it sounds so sick when it's done well. Yeah. All right, moving on is uh, a song by one of my favorite bands currently going. Power Plant from London, um, and this song is called A Spine. Sounds a little different to their previous material, but uh, I've been super into it. I feel like this is a lot more um, aggressive and punk than their last LP. Yeah, I see that. Well, because I think, I mean, like, this is all the brainchild of, like, the singer-guitarist, and I think he recorded pretty much everything uh, on his own up until this record. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. That, it kind of like reminds you of the, uh, like uh, Algara did that too. Like in the beginning, it was just like the like the drum machine and then the two people and then they formed a whole band. Right. That is something, that is a band that their release is probably number 11. I knocked it off to include something did, else. Did that seven inch come out this year? Uh, yes. Did that seven inch is definitely like. Wait, no, the seven inch. I think it did. Um, there's there, there's definitely one release this year. Um, but yeah, I think that that seven inch. No, it came out this year. I uh, nice. Is better than the tape. The one that just came out. Yeah. But I like the new songs a lot too. So, I don't know. Joey, how would you describe Power Plant to someone who isn't familiar with them? Uh, I'd probably just something simple like, oh, they're sick as fuck. That's about it. <laughs> Wordsmith. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I get straightforward and to the point, you know? Um, I don't know. It's like kind of like a... Like I would, with some of the earlier stuff, I had like kind of like lean more towards like the the devo-y side of things. Um, I get that. I would call it probably like synth punk. Um, so like devo-y punk parts that are kind of weird that have a, a cool synth over the top, and the guy has a weird voice. I saw them in London like a year and a half ago when I was there. Talked How was it live? It was, it was really good live. Um, 
I actually saw them with another band that uh, I have on the, my best of 2020 list, but didn't quite crack the top 10. Current Affairs. Do you guys know that record? No. They're like a nope. Scottish band that kind of sound a lot like Sweeping Promises. Oh, cool. I thought you were going to say they're a ska band. Yeah. And you finished it up. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Scotland. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's is there a, a ska band called Scotland? <laughs> there, ha- there must be. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. If not, yeah, <laughs> there's still time. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people just know Power Plant at this point. Um, but yeah, I I re- I really enjoyed them. I listened to that at seven inch pretty regularly. So check it out. Now we've got Pat. Cool. Which yeah, we're going one? with the band Subdued, Over the Hills and Far Away, track number three, Death or Lies. Sick. Sick. Who's in this? Um, I don't know. People? Mixed by Jonah from Fucked Up and Career Suicide. He lives in England now, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, this is this probably could be my favorite punk record of the year. It's so intense. I've not heard this at all. Oh my god, it's so good. This would be it's, it's like so dismal and desperate sounding. Uh, it, it's cool because it goes from like kind of like your classic like anarcho crass style to like tracks like this that are a little more on like the amoebic side to. Like bringing in some even like some metal like uh, like bolt thrower vibes like kind of like that last tragedy LP. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, yes. it's it's definitely it's such a dark record. It's so good, and the dude's vocals are amazing. Yeah, this is sick. It's very good. I'm gonna add it to my Spotify playlist. Oh, Jimmy, you use Spotify? Yeah, I get it for essentially free. So I do use it. Tight. It's cool. It's, you know, it's not cool, but it is cool in some ways. It is what it is, man. It's 2020. Hey. Not, nothing matters. I'm in my car a lot, so I got, I got to listen to it on my phone somehow. Bandcamp is not that great for listening to on your phone sometimes. No, because it doesn't Bandcamp. save your it doesn't save your spot. Right. Uh, if you have the app, you like X out of it or something. Plus, if you don't actually own it, it tells you to buy it, and then they give you like that little heart that breaks when you say no thanks, I don't want to buy it now. <laughs> Too sad. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like. I want to support the artists, but I just I'm, I'm I still use my iPod. <laughs> it's so great. Yo, I do sometimes use my iPod too. iPods are definitely good, but my battery on mine doesn't last so long anymore. So it's like you can get it replaced for pretty cheap. Really? Yeah, there's a place on Milwaukee and Western that does it. Oh hell yeah! I gotta check that out. Yeah, I'll 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 hit you up with the link. Don't worry. Thank you. There's a lot of stuff that I like to listen to on my iPod that does not exist elsewhere. Nice. All right. Jim, 
you're up. Uh, this is Lamp of Murmur. I assume it's pronounced that way. Um, it is extremely hyped black metal. Um, I think it's just one person who does it. Uh, and I think it, I think it deserves the hype. It's just like reaches back to like bands like Emperor and like kind of second wave black metal stuff. Uh, but it also has really kind of like more lo-fi production that's still coherent and some more like modern black metal influences, but definitely very, you know, dark, cold sounding. It's good. Nice. What's going on with the title of this song? The Scent of Torture, Space, Comma, Conquering All. Well, it's about um, everything being conquered by the scent of torture. Oh, sick. <laughs> I love that scent. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make a a candle candle version the scent of torture yo you should i bet you could sell a lot of them black metal <laughs> dorks are very stupid <laughs> well let's listen not the guitar tone i was expecting it's kind of weird it's almost like it's kind of like wavy sounding yeah it, it's it like it's interesting it's cleaner than you might think it it should be yeah it almost has a power metal kind of thing going on yeah it's kind of twangy in some spots tonally That's why I compared it to Emperor, though. It's kind of like very like epic sounding parts and kind of just like, you know, high flying fantasy riffs, but high flying evil. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the, the, the best Emperor record? I think Into the Nightside Eclipse. And then, you know, I like. I feel like when I first got into black metal, I listened to them, and then I haven't listened to Emperor in probably, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years. Yeah, the first LP is my favorite by far. It's wild that it was written by, like, 18-year-olds. Yeah. It's the, the one first, I always like, go back to. It's so good. And it's, like, it's before they figured out, like, the symphonic elements of it. So those are kind of, like, sparse and really simple and really, really catchy instead of, like they would go on to get it way more complicated and way more like keyboard heavy in ways that I don't necessarily like. And it's before the drummer killed someone for being gay, so. True, yeah, so you don't have that, <laughs> that stain. Yeah. But he, is he, is he in the band still? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think so, but I could definitely be wrong. Because Norway has like a maximum sentence of like 21 years or something like that. Yeah. So like he's that's definitely why, like, out of prison. That's why like Varg's out of prison too. Yeah. I think he lives in like France or some shit. Varg? Yeah, I think so. Last oh. I heard. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Just being a neo-Nazi in France or some shit. 
it's interesting. I was uh, the like the most recent trend of like this type of black metal, uh, like how I don't know the limited runs and like instant sellouts and like I don't know. It kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, it's not great. I I feel like a lot of it's done in service of like pretending to like remain secretive and keep it like yeah. kind of oh you know closed circuit like the like black legion like the france like the original like french black metal stuff was all a lot like that and i feel like all these bands are super influenced by that stuff like mutilation and bands like that but it's also 2020 and everything gets onto the internet so it's not the same yeah. You can't make a hundred copies of something and expect a hundred people to hear it, especially if yeah. it's super hyped up. And I feel like, like the, the quality of the bands doing it is like real hit. Yeah, definitely. It's one thing I appreciate about this band is even right on their band camp, I think it says something like, don't pay Discogs prices, like this will be repressed. So unless you really aren't paying attention and are just going solely on hype, you know, uh, you can get a copy of stuff if you're willing to just wait for represses and things like that. Yeah. I feel like this I band, want it now. Have you heard that band Ifernak? No. I'll, I'll send you the link. They're kind of uh, I mean, I don't know what they're <laughs> more like, like forest black metal. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I don't know. They got like very druidy artwork and uh, Canadian but one of their most recent records is really, really good. I think you'd like it. Awesome. I'll definitely check that out. I definitely like this, though. This uh, this style of black metal. Probably, like, because I think Emperor was one of the first bands that I heard, like, black metal bands that I heard, um, this definitely reminds me of them. And uh, it's a good thing, so I'm glad you showed this to me. I also really little... like the... I like the drumming on this a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I respect drummers that can do this for a full fucking song. <laughs> for, like, five-minute songs. Just, like, pretty much just blast and blast. Blast correct or don't blast at all. True, Joey, you could learn a lot from that. Yeah, my weak-ass <laughs> blasts have gotten weaker as time has gone on. <laughs> I need to blast more. It's true. Don't we all? Too much time playing with keyboards, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got this sick-ass bass, uh, like, last week. I was like... Yo, we're talking like, about hey, blasting. Don't no, tell us about your fucking bass. Check that bass out right there. Whoa. Vox Apache. <laughs> that is kind of cool. It's, it's, it's so dumb. It's got a speaker built into it. And it also has um, one of these knobs. It has different genres. And so it will play like a, a backing beat. Oh, like, yeah. You also can fuck with the tempo and the level. So you can like, you know, you can be like, oh, I want a blues beat. And then it will play a blues beat. And then you're like, I want a blues beat really fucking fast. <laughs> and you can play <laughs> along to it. Or can you take a picture it. of that and send it to us? Yes, I will. Of course. Cool. And then there's just genre irregular it's just an irregular drum beat and you can't figure out what the fuck they're doing um but it's really it's really cool for like writing music and shit and just fucking around because the speaker actually doesn't sound terrible 
So that's awesome. I'm very jealous of that. It looks like a, I, it looked like a toy, and what, from what you're saying, it is basically a toy. It's basically it's like a, toy a toy keyboard that has the same functionality. So there's this there's this other like uh, it's like a, a Casio guitar that I really want to get. Um, that I have a friend here who has it, and it's like the neck is actually made of plastic, and uh, it has it it has a tape inside of it. And you can also, you can also, it also has a speaker. And so like you can play it just anywhere and uh, it has like a, like a little distortion button. So it's like, sounds like, you know, pretty shitty, but then you put the distortion on and it doesn't sound too terrible. So (laughs) again, really cool, stupid things like that. That's all I want. I want stupid guitars. Definitely. Um, Speaking of guitars, I like the guitar in this next band. A Culture of Killing. Shout out to Mark Masters, who was on episode two. Um, he brought this to for us to listen to for me and Liz. No shout outs to Liz. I guess we can shout out Liz. But we played the song War by this band, um, which is really good. Um, I immediately bought it on the next Bandcamp day from Drunken Sailor Records. Uh, but the song is called Walls. How many bands do you think have a song called War? At least 10. Oh, way more. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Terrible guess, Joey. <laughs> oh. I mean, every disband has a war song. So that alone is like at least 150. Well, one of the yeah. things we, we talked about with this is it, it looks like a, it looks like it's on Crass Records, but it's doesn't sound like it's on Crest Records. Yeah, this is really cool. The vocalist kind of reminds me of the singer from that band, Surrender. It was also okay. in, Brain, in Brain Killer for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace punk stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh, this is really cool. He almost sounds like Morrissey in certain parts, too. Let's not say that in here. Does he also share Morrissey's good opinions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is an anti-Morrissey podcast. It is now. Speak for yourself. Fuck you, man. Nah. <laughs> you know, I think Actually, he has some really interesting ideas. <laughs> Morrissey put out a record <laughs> in 2020. I'm going to... I actually haven't listened to it, but I did see it on a few people's end of the year uh, best of lists. Wolf. Yeah. Well, those people are trying too hard. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, so this is another one that's in my rotation or the uh, stack of records that I never actually reshelve properly. They go in that one little box where I keep the things that I listen to all the time. So it's good. They put out another record actually after this too. This one yeah, came this out at the really, beginning of the year. Yeah, this is really great. Thanks for listening to the second episode, guys. <laughs> I actually did listen to part of it, but I don't remember that much about it. I don't remember this, was, this, was, this song was, or this band was the best part of it for sure. Best part of the episode. This is very that cool. one that one was really short too because Mark and Liz just picked incredibly short songs. I was the one that picked the <laughs> long songs on that one. 
<laughs> it was fucking wild. All right. We're back around to Pat. Ooh, Triple B Records. I'm going to go with the, uh, like, usually the one, like, mainstream hardcore record I like out of a year. There's always one. And, uh, yeah, we're going with the band Mind Force and the song Hellscape. Man, I don't know. This band has got so much personality. The dude's vocals are just so silly. It's awesome. Yeah. Sick. 52-second song. I like. Move. I like this band a lot. I think Excalibur is very good. Legitimately. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. One, it's also like a secret thrash record. Like it's barely yeah. a hardcore record. It's just thrash metal with these vocals like they, over it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they got a lot more thrashy with this record too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. so good a lot of spin kicking probably a little bit probably just a little bit shit i do like those like <laughs> iron maiden leads also yeah. that are isn't all that so spin. good it, yeah that's incredible i like yeah. i like it because like i feel like their their songwriting like they know never to like overstay their welcome with like a mosh part or with like a fucking ripper like it's always like the perfect timing so yeah. Oh, that's what I like about like I like uh, the the short mosh parts. Yeah, definitely. I'm a big fan in that style. I'm typically not a big fan of like hardcore bands that use double bass, but um, when it's done well, it's done well. So I think they do a good job of it. So sick. It's tasteful. They only do it every so very rarely. I feel like. Yeah. All right, Jim. Let's go with a five minute and thirty two second song now. Yep. Sorry. Uh, I picked this this song largely because of the uh, the shorter length, but <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this record's awesome. I they put out I want to say in the beginning of the year, but maybe last year, like a two song demo that I was a big fan of. And then when this LP came out this year, I was very excited. This is like very weird death metal that pulls from a bunch of different places. Like it's clear that they listen to like thrash and hardcore and black metal and a bunch of weird death metal just like super incomprehensible vocals and just a lot of stuff going on but kind of like with the black curse record like a ton of memorable riffs and parts um and like you know i think very uh very good overall sick this is shadows of long forgotten terror by warp chamber Are they from Canada too, or is their label Canadian? Is it just their label that's Canadian? I think it's just their label. Sorry, my thing just stopped recording, but I started it again. Ah, that's fine. Might, might have a second where I don't exist. Well, we I'm recording it on Zoom as well. So. That would be cool. Those vocals are weird. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like he's singing with like a mouthful of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a metal band where we like sing 
with like cinnamon in her mouth or something like something that just dries <laughs> the shit out of her mouth. Do the saltine challenge yeah. and then record. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Switch off and this be like this is the saltine song. It's all about exactly. saltines. <laughs> The, the ping at the same time as the snare, I love that. It's so good. So good. Big fan of their logo as well. Again, you can make out what it is, but barely. Yeah, totally. Man, I just don't, I don't know about the vocals for me. That's, that's reasonable. They're very weird. I, I feel usually like, don't, go, go ahead. ahead. I what usually don't go for super guttural sounding stuff, but for some reason, these are just like so bonkers. They almost are like gizdom adjacent to me where they're like, they have so much like weird personality because they're so like odd that yeah. it works for me. I can't, like, I feel like whenever I hear, like, the kind of, it's, like, even remotely, like, Cookie Monster vocals, I'm like, I can't do it. Even that if makes the sense. It's great. I'm just like, uh, I just, I can't separate it. Normally, I have to have death metal vocals sound like the person is, they have to, like, sound actually aggressive, you know? Yeah. It can't sound like you're just, like, doing something low volume into a mic that makes it do like, you know, an audio trick. It has to sound like you're actually mad about something. <laughs> this is a cool part. This part kind of reminds me of um like early 2000s metalcore, like darkest hour parts. They did a lot of stuff like that. Um, that makes this sense. Is, this is much better than darkest hour. Obviously. Yeah, darkest hour was ripping off like at the, at gates, the gates and like dismember and stuff. And that's just, this just sounds like a dismember rip. Yeah. And then this song also has a mosh part. How many spin kicks are happening now? Countless. I feel like the people that would be at the show wouldn't be as into spin kicking. <laughs> hey, I you don't know sure. this is this is this is more of a head banging crowd. True. Oh yeah, pick it up again. I think that depends on where you're at, though. You know, if you're if you're playing this in uh, in Iowa. And like Des Moines, you're probably yeah. you're gonna see a spin kicker too. Yeah, I guess where there's like small scenes where anyone that likes fast aggressive music comes yeah. together and just uh You're gonna get that guy in basketball shorts that's just yeah. gonna be like, Yeah, I got this. <laughs> just like uh at that one dumb fest when that there was that dude spin kicking to angry gods. That was our crowning achievement. It was it was great. <laughs> 
was like, oh, these so dudes good. got basketball shorts on. This is so good. <laughs> you know that was caught on video? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I think about that regularly. That, that show? More often than I should. That's spin kicking specifically. Yeah, it me, was great. Me, Joey, and Chris all stop what we're doing and like look at each other and just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too good. Oh, it was great. That was a fun one. Yeah. That was that not. That was when you guys almost died, right? Yeah. Was that the yep. year? Or was that the year after? No, that was the year. The first, the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one we almost died. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> yep. The next year was really good too. Broken Prayer and Earth Girls played. I think we played that one too. Did Rash play that? Uh, Did... no. I don't think we ever played one. Were you ever there? Were you at that one? I don't think I. Wait, maybe I was. I don't Were you remember. playing? I don't think so. No, because Nick was playing. I don't know who was playing with Earth Girls. That one. Oh no, that was when I was playing bass, maybe? Yeah, I think I was still playing yeah, bass. Yeah, you were playing bass because I took a bunch of dumb pictures of you. Sick. Oh, that was early Earth Girls. Yeah. I think I don't think Broken Prayer played. Broken Prayer definitely played in the the, the skate ramp. Like on the skate park. That was the year with uh Gas Rag, I think. Yes. Yeah. Was that the year after? I don't know. I don't know. That Dumbfest was sick. A lot of fun yeah all right so this one um is black marble so uh they did a cover album this year and uh it's awesome it's really good yeah black marble super synth poppy stuff from i think la um but they cover robert palmer's uh johnny and mary and it's fucking awesome they also you know cover uh the wire which is really good um, and a few other songs, but they do like a five song EP of just covers. Um, but this is definitely one of the best things I've heard this year. Johnny and Mary. Which episode of The Wire do they cover? Hey! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, this is also in my, in my top of the year. I know. It's so good. Oh, I've never Rome. heard this band. Shit. No, the dude lives in LA now. Okay. Is it a one-person band? Yeah, I think it used to be two, but it's just the one guy now. You guys might know Robert Palmer from uh, Addicted to Love. Dude, when I like was looking up all the like this song, like the original version, that blew my mind. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> Even better because like this cover is almost exactly the same. Just yeah, like it doesn't... slightly different. I think I like his. I I think I like this dude's voice more than Robert Palmer's. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe crazy. Um, but they're two. Do they have two LPs or three LPs? Uh, two LPs and an EP. Okay, so both I mean, I, I like both L. I like both LPs. Uh, the first, the second LP was one of my favorite records of last year. I think that came out a few years ago. Came out in 2019. The last LP? Yeah. It says on the actual record. Recorded in 2019. Back check this. Did you hear his, uh, his Christmas song? No. 
Dude, his last LP came out in 26. Oh, bigger than life. He's got three LPs. Okay, uh, that's it. That's it. I was thinking of the yeah. That's why I uh, thought yeah. I was like. He did Mariah Carey's uh uh oh, the Mariah Carey Christmas song. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. No, all I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. That's yeah. one. It's Hell so yeah. Good. It's so good. Did he just do it for this year? Yeah. Oh, sick. To, yeah, check it out. It's later. so good. It's really it's good. so good. Every track on this cover record is amazing too. He covers like great bands too. The keyboards remind me of something. It might be Grimes, but I can't put my finger on it. I can see that. Joey, what would you say is another um, band that sounds like Black Marble? Another band that sounds like Black Marble. Aside from like, I don't know, maybe like early New Order. They're pretty, it's pretty like, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously this isn't my world, but like, I feel like their sound is pretty singular. Like, Yeah. Like, I mean, I think like the band Riki that uh, I've talked about on this podcast before, but is also in my top list is similar in a way, but then that might just be me being dumb, but uh, prob probably just me being dumb. Yeah, probably you being dumb. Yeah. Also Grimes. Grimes? We don't talk about Grimes in this podcast. <laughs> There's two things we don't talk <laughs> about in this podcast. Well, we, we, Morrissey we and Grimes. <laughs> Fuck Grimes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that's Black Marble. It's tight, and I think we're down to the the final round. Well, uh... Yeah, going with uh, a six minute and nine second song. No, we're not listening to this song. Oh damn it! But that would have been nice because it would kind of be like sixty nine. <laughs> so, nice. so, so feral heart. Oh no, Inventing Armageddon was was the song. Let's just listen to the first song. Oh. Yeah. I already clicked on it and it's not going to let me do it. Yeah, it's not going to let you play. You fucked up. Way to go, Pat. <laughs> Whatever. So this is all Joey's fault. Yeah. Mysteries of Our Redemption, which yeah, is Yeah, because the other song sounds like a weird screamo song, so we don't want to do that. <laughs> oh. I kind of like Weird Screamo. It's cool. So who is this by? So yeah, this band is Old One Gash. Um, they've done a couple tapes before this. So this is their first LP. The record's called The Hubris Unchained, put out by a record label that Jim Let Me Know deals with sketchy people. Oops. I forgot about that. I was like, this sounds really familiar. Why do, why do I know this? <laughs> it's because you sent it to me. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is Nazis. And no, it's, <laughs> it's not. This band's not, but this label yeah. is, has some some 
uh, questionable associations. I feel like with oh, any great. European label. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. When it, comes to black, <laughs> when it comes to black metal, especially. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Mysteries anyway. of our redemption. Who's the R in this case? Mysteries of our redemption. White people? It's a mystery. Yeah, for sure, white people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, this track is great too, though. So this is cool. But yeah, I think um, the, I think it's one guy who does this band, you know, classic black metal. But the drummer that played on this record, drums in uh, the post hoax band Command. Oh, that band's good. You know, I really I liked a couple songs off their latest LP. So I was just like, this is. Fine. I haven't listened to the LP. One of their demos I listened to, I really liked. I don't remember if it was yeah. the first one or the second one. Yeah, I agree with you on that. The demos were pretty cool, but the LP was kind of a letdown. But yeah, like so hopes. there's there's a relation there. Twelve steps away from hopes. But yeah, I don't know. This is a, uh, I, I, it's, I usually don't go for black metal that's like more on this like melodic end, but I don't know. This record just hit me. Not the vocals I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little they're a little strange, but more yelly, less screamy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's cool, it works. That guitar tone's really cool too. It's really good. Another uh, another name that you can just barely make out. Which another, you know, appreciate that. The guitar tone reminds me of that band. I think it's pronounced Ferda Dirk. Have you guys heard this band? No. Oh, yeah. Kind of, it, this reminds me a lot of that. It's kind of like... Kind of like jangly almost. Yeah, definitely. Jangly black metal. Yeah. yeah, it's very, oh, it's very driving. I think it's mixed really well too. I really like how every how everything sits. I do too. I was just thinking about how I like this the sound of the uh, kick kick drum and how how forward it is within everything. Sometimes I feel like kicks can be a little buried. Yeah. In black metal records and stuff. So. It's hard it's like, to accurately blast for a long time without being sloppy, and I think that's why. Yeah. <laughs> just like, gotta bury the drums ever so slightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just turn the kick down, it's fine. 
Yeah, especially if you, have weak ass, <laughs> if you have weak ass blasts. So exactly something I know about. This man though does not blast a tremendous amount. No, they really don't. Much more mid-paced, kind of like yeah. stompy. Yeah, the track I, I wanted to play was like very much like a kind of mid-paced stopper. I think um, uh, my buddy Dylan said that the second track that's available to listen to on this uh, Bandcamp sounds like Judas Priest. I can see that a little bit. Which, I don't know, I never really listened to Judas Priest, so. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. Well, okay. I was gonna say, you're gonna upset Jim. <laughs> I'm not upset, I'm, I'm happy for you because that means you get to discover it all brand new. Okay, well then, send me the record I should listen to first. A lot of people disagree with me. I think it's Painkiller. Right. I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. Uh, there's, there's some other possibilities. It's almost one of those things where it's like, it would be almost better to listen to like a playlist. You know what I mean? And like pick sure. which ones. What there's like, they're weirdly, weirdly eclectic band for like how old and classic they are. There's kind of a lot of different like, there's like four discrete types of Juice Priest record. I appreciate that. Good. Joey, do you like Judas Priest? Uh... I do, but I don't regularly listen to them. I haven't listened to them in a long time. Is that they have it, a record? It, it, it was one of those bands where I was like younger, and I was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to like this band," and I would listen to them occasionally. But I hated it when I was younger. When I was like 16 or whatever, and I, you know, was like getting into Slayer, I was like, "Juice Priest is so boring." I came around to it. I can see that. Yeah, that's the problem I have with like like some of early metal. Like, I don't know. It sometimes sounds cheesy to me. The high pitched voice. Yeah. Instead of it takes the, me a while to come around to the it. lower, more screamy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Gulch. Time to gulch it up. Hell yeah! Jim. If you like, if you like to mosh, you'll like gulch. Definitely, definitely <laughs> a mosh band. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if this this might be the same song that Diego chose. Um, if, maybe not. It, if it is, we can pick a different one. No, they're all good. Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the cover is really good. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. What the hell? This song the, I picked this song because I was I feel like it has a uh like a bunch of different parts in it, and each part is indicative of a thing that Gold does really well, and like you know a thing that like they will base an entire song on later in the record. I think this album is sequenced really well and like really showcases all the stuff they're good at that. I don't think they, I, I didn't really like this band until this record pretty much at, at all. I thought it was okay, but I feel like this is where they figured all of it out. All right. 
impenetrable cerebral fort fortress. Yeah. This is not the song. Good. Oh, fuck. Love a good vocal split. Dude, this band is so good at them, too. So, use them perfectly. There's so much going on in the first 30 seconds. That's what I'm saying. The only thing, and I talked about this in the last episode with Diego and Pat, is I'm not a huge fan of the sound of that snare. I can see that. Very, very pingy. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a piccolo snare. Yeah, yeah, it does, it sounds very tight. Yeah. Loosen it up a little bit. I think the drumming in this record is really good, though. Oh, no, he's an incredible drummer. I need to listen to this more. I think I would listen to it all the way through once. I was like, yeah, this is cool. I just kind of haven't gone back to it. The first time I listened to it, I was like, this is pretty good. And for some reason, I kept listening to it. And every time I, I would, I would find something new that I liked. Like really, really grew on me. It's probably my favorite like hardcore record of the year, which is weird because it is part of a scene that I generally don't care about at all. Like yeah, and on a label that I don't care about at all. Like yeah. close, fans close that I don't cas- care about. Close casket. Is that the label? Yeah. I feel like there's always like for all of us like one like mainstream hardcore record that like slips through the cracks. That's like, oh yeah, I can I can get into this. Like that candy record that came out several years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like there's sure. always it's one band that's just like, okay, I get it. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes, Sometimes more... hardcore's good. Yeah. yeah. That's hardcore. Weird. <laughs> All right. And my last pick today is uh Seal from Singapore. Um, this record came out earlier this year on La Vida SMEs. And uh, yeah, this band fucking rules. I remember yeah, getting yeah. a tape from uh, my friend Jeff. His brother Ben put out a tape for him. I forgot the lab- his tape label, but uh, he's like, oh, check out this band from Singapore. They're sick. And I did, and they were sick. And uh, this LP came out this year, and it is sick. So here it is. Sick. Ben Kana. I see y'all. <laughs> Joey, have you been to Singapore? No. You can't chew gum there, man. What? <laughs> really? No, you're not allowed to. They don't sell gum there. Fact. Like they, they like to keep everything very clean, and people stick gum on things. I can get behind that a hundred percent. I don't know. I like I like chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like you chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't like anyone else chewing gum except for me. <laughs> I wanted to go with rules. Yeah, I wanted to go with the mid-tempo song because I fucking yeah. love. I love me a mid-tempo hardcore song. I like one of the things I like about this record is that's like slightly off kilter. 
Like, there's always like something that sounds like, oh, like this would be like a straightforward like kind of like beat song or like straightforward like like mid-paced banger, but like there's always something a little off. That's what I think puts this record up a bit above all the other stuff by them. Yeah, I've yeah. liked all their records, but this one is I like far and away the most. It's so good. I didn't realize it came out until like a month or two ago, and I was very impressed with it. A lot of Destino Final vibes. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. All four. Oh, yeah. Like, the, I mean, especially with like the vocals, right? The yeah, drumming. totally. And the, I think the drumming is very Destino Final influence because it's like, ostensibly a D beat, but it's very simple. It's like right. oversimplified in some points that it's really yeah. effective, I feel like. It's like half of a D beat. Yeah. It's like kinda it's kinda weird. Um but yeah no I agree and I really like it. And I think out of the bands that kind of do the Destino Finale thing because uh, so many people do that shit. Um I I think that they do it really well. So yeah, big fan. Big fan. we just do a whole episode and talk about that record. It is the one of the best records of the past, however many years. It came out in what 2009, 2007. I don't. I mean, it's yeah, so good. It's yeah, it's perfect. It yeah. is perfect. I'd be I'd be down to take a deep dive and then talk about all the different bands that have been inspired by that shit. Fuck yeah, yeah. So that's it. Let's really quickly take a break so that my bladder doesn't fucking explode. All right. <laughs> I'm into that. All right. Sweet. Be right back. I'm going to pee too. Don't talk shit about me while I'm gone. I'm going to talk shit about both of you. Joey picks his nose. I can't say anything mean about Jim because he's too nice. So this is just bashing Joey. Be Joey back. Hell yeah. Ah, sucker. What an idiot. What a fucking moron. <laughs> I hope he has an okay time putting these audio tracks together. I just bumped my keyboard with my elbow earlier and stopped recording. <laughs> Not ideal. I, just, I had to update my Mac to install the latest uh, like processing system, and it just fucked everything up. Oh, woof. So I was just like worried that it wasn't even gonna work. What? Let's go in! Yay! <laughs> it is kind of a headache to like. It's always stressful to update stuff when you're like, uh, I have to do something. Yeah, is it still gonna work after I do this? <laughs> yeah. It's not great. The planned obsolescence. So bad. That's, I. I got rid of my iPhone finally a little while ago because it literally just wouldn't work anymore. It was like a 5S. So it was old. But it was just like, yo, this I can barely text on this because it's freezing so bad. Because the, oh, mine's, yeah, mine's starting to do that too. It's rough. Oh, yeah, so back to Joey and how he eats shit all the time. Yeah, hell yeah. What an idiot. What a um, fucking dummy. <laughs> hi what were you guys talking about what's up butthead <laughs> i got a i got a chocolate mince pie oh so good what is it looks like a sandwich cookie is Pretty it much. 
kind of does it have things on the outside or is it like a thing and then filling and then another cracker or whatever uh it's pretty much what you just said okay so it's not like a a pie pie like it doesn't have like a crust around the edge they're like really small pies i mean sometimes it does have crusts around the edge this one kind of exploded oh okay so i didn't know if you just ate around the edge like a psychopath (laughs) all right already (laughs) dude i would do that all the time it's uh it's fun (laughs) british people hey their cuisine is not terrible no, it's don't tell Heather I said that, by the way. She's a saint. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show, and some of the things they make are very challenging to me. It's yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. A anyway, lot, a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the meats that they put in various pies are bad to me. Yep. Yep. But you know what? More power to them. Yeah. I mean, we made a shepherd's pie yesterday. And it was very, very tasty with tempeh. Shepherd's pie rules. Hard to get tempeh tempeh hair. Tempeh. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not very common. So, and they have like a refrigerated tempeh that kind of sucks, but the stuff you get from the freezer section is really good. But yeah, I have to travel to get it. It's not at your everyday regular um, supermarket. So, I feel like that's not too dissimilar from here. I feel like tempeh, you have to go to like, Whole Foods or something, or Trader Joe's. Yeah, that tempeh is really good. The Trader Joe's stuff, from what I remember, it's been a while. Yeah, Trader Joe's doesn't exist anymore. You missed out. What? On <laughs> yeah, <laughs> closed them all down. They got hit hard and, by COVID. pandemic, bro. <laughs> you know? COVID. Nobody's grocery shopping anymore. Yeah, you know, People everybody's like, still. I, I, I just can't go out. Might as well not eat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everybody's it's like now. It's all subsistence farming. Oh mm-hmm. wow. America, you've changed. <laughs> Sick. So uh I guess we've gone through five each. Um so we'll talk about um the other five that we chose to be on our list. Um but before we do that, let's go ahead and do one of uh, Pat's favorite records, and let's just listen to the whole thing together. <laughs> um, Pat, tell us about Healer. Healer, man. West Bay. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that because I'm not from the West Bay, but anyway. Uh, esteemed esteemed music maker Tony Molina, his, uh, his power violence project, Healer. This thing is just amazing. Best Mo- use of samples in forever, too. Dude, so many samples. So many and, samples. And most importantly, this came out on 625 Thrash, which Hell yeah. apparently is still a thing. Uh, one of the best labels ever. You know, just let the music speak for itself, bruh. Yeah. Jim, have you heard this yet? No, I can't wait to hear this. I'm very excited. It's so good. <laughs> I really like that first Tony Molina record, and I like a lot of things on 625. And I know that he's very into like all of the power violence stuff. Dude, Tim's interviewed him twice, and listening to him talk is so entertaining. Yeah, it's so he's much Great. What does he do in this band? Everything? Guitar. Guitar. I think they're a five piece. I love it. 
so many samples. I was just reading this scene that I like called Soda Killers. And there's a new uh, 65 basketball themed 65 band that has Dan Lactose in it. I've not listened to it yet. I gotta remember what their name is. I followed them on Instagram. I think they were just recently promoting a split with a whole bunch of like older dudes. Um, uh, Harm Done, I think. Oh, that might be right. Something, something bastards. Hard foul. Hard foul. Yeah. And these bastards. Old guy violence. Yeah. Right. From like the originators. I like how it's ten songs in five minutes. The way it should be. Yeah. Who else is in this? This is good. I don't know. No idea. There's, a, there's some videos that I'm playing on YouTube. So they've, done, they've done a few shows. They had something that came out in like 2017 or something. Too. I think a demo? Yeah. This... That part right there is so good. <laughs> I mean, this just reminds me of Spaz. Yeah, totally. Oh, like one, two drum beat, just right, right back into the blasting. Oh. You guys like that regional justice center band? Yeah. I yeah. Like them. They really grew on me. I didn't. I didn't like them at first, and then I kind of wrote them off for a little bit. But recently, listened to them, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually really good." Yeah, I think they've gotten significantly better because when they first came out, I listened to it, and I was like, eh, this is whatever. This is fine." Yeah. And I think the newer stuff is actually really good. Yeah. Their split with Wound Man is awesome. Yeah, dude, that band is incredible. So good. It's really weird because like I saw a lot of people repping. The regional Justice Center, and I'm like, why do these people like this? Once I actually heard them, because it's like a bunch of like top 40 hardcore bros were right. repping it, and I'm like, that's what put me off listening to them for a while. And then yeah. I finally did, and I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. One of when the members is also good, good. in in, um, in a few bands, but he does um, that band SWAT. Fuck, what's their name? Oh yeah, Sex with a Terrorist. Sex with a Terrorist. Like <laughs> oh yeah, with uh, the dude from Self Defense Family. With Pat, right? Yeah, yeah. that was all right. That's cool. I think he does a few other things on his own as well. Um, he he does a uh, he does like a newer oh, band, Military Gun. Military Gun. Military Gun. Yeah, Gun, that, that was it. That, yeah, that record's pretty cool. I like that yeah. a lot. It's really Not catchy. What I was expecting. Yeah.
the baseness rules. Yeah, it's so good. I do like that they have the required long, slow song. It's, yeah, you definitely have to. Got the sample over it. it it's perfect. It's so perfect. I love the metal influence, though. So good. Well, I think, uh, like, Tony was talking about how he, he, at least, like, in, like, one of the logos, he stole from, uh, I don't know if, Jimmy, if you've ever listened to Immortal Fate from the West Bay. From, oh, yeah. Movies. Yeah, on 65. So I think that's yeah. where, like, the metal comes from, too. Hell, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Sick. So that was Healer. That was on Pat's list. Yeah, um, we had a few duplicates, right? Uh, me and you. Uh, well, I had sweeping promises. It's the Super Crush LP. Oh, the Super Crush LP. The first time I heard that, I was just smiling the whole time. It was it, so good. It's so good. Have you heard that, Pat? I mean, Jim. Nope, I have not listened to it at all. I've heard that band's name up a lot, but I never checked it out. So it's like Very guitar-driven power pop. Yeah, it's like teenage fan club worship stuff okay and uh could... but it's the guy from uh go it alone the singer of go oh alone. weird and he was also in like black breath and uh devotion some bands from like seattle vancouver area but it's his his solo project and interesting they're, they're fucking awesome it's so good it's really, really good. High, highly recommended. Check out all their EPs. It used to just be like a recording project, but now it's his like main thing for the past couple of years. No better time yeah, to have a recording project be your main thing. Yeah, but he was he was actually touring on it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's been touring on it for the past couple of years. I don't think he ever toured hard until just recently, though. No, he. I I think again he was on Tim Crisp's podcast. Better yeah. yet, shout out and. Uh, yeah, he talks about how they didn't start actually playing their they were around for three or four years before they actually played a show you know what the earth girls record that came out on the the first seven inch that we did on grave mistake got packaged with the super crush record like he released them at the same time oh interesting one of the one of the original seven inches I remember that. That's that's the first time I heard of them. Because I'm like, who's the Super Crush band who's also getting released at the same time as my bands? <laughs> I will definitely check that out. Yeah. Jim, what else did you have on your list? Um, Rip to Shreds, uh, which is, I think the record's called Luan. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but it's L-U-A-N. Yeah, I think it is. Um, that is maybe my favorite record of the year. Uh, we talked about it last time we did one of these and I I've just like I don't know I go to it all the time if I feel like listening to like a death metal record I one out of three times will just listen to that record this year it's just so good it has the I found out that the guitarist from the band Death Fortress also does the like the synthy intro and interlude on that record and just makes it that much better so that band is incredible too um, other than that, I have a couple more. That Stormkeep record that Pat and I were talking about. Really good, just like long-winded, old-school black metal kind of stuff. Not too dissimilar from Lamp of Murmur, but much 
much better production and much more like epic. Yeah, definitely. Are they are they racist? No. No. Okay. I, I mean, anytime you have Storm in the front of your name, like I, I just think it's gonna be racist. That's that's honestly a that's good legit. instinct to have. Yeah. You're you'd be right ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> that's why that's why I ask, just have to ask. I think that band also has I think it's the drummer of Blood Incantation. Yeah. No shout out to Chris. He didn't get us records. Yeah, so fuck you, thanks, Chris. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Chris. Chris is uh putting out the the mall record, right? Speaking yeah. that's in that's in my top of the year, the mall. Did the demo come out this year? Yeah, it came out in February, which is fucking That's wild. Absurd. I would have maybe put it on mine if I had remembered that. Yeah, I think but it was I February. Didn't. But yeah, Zone by the Mall. Fucking Mark Plant. Just just a beast. Best dude. Yeah, it's um, wild. What's what's Chris's new label called? I think it's called Fixed Grin. Fixed Grin. I've yeah. been seeing that and I glad that it's chris doing it but uh yeah i'm looking forward to getting it whenever it comes out i think there's going to be a repress of the demo and a new thing if oh i'm not mistaken yeah because i saw there's like a seven inch and an lp yeah that's the tight tw- the 12 inch might be i don't remember which one's new and which one's the demo i think the i imagine the, the demo. demo would have to be on a 12 inch yeah the songs are pretty long yeah i mean that's cool i'm gonna get both i'm gonna make chris send it to me he owes me a wipers shirt too so yeah yeah make it happen all right i got uh trying to see what else i have on mine that i I had the the murrow pacific heart record Mm. the bank is doing no wrong what did that come out on uh la vida um i, I think, so. think so and also beach impediment oh, okay oh maybe it was just beach impediment it might be I both think it was both i think it was nice. i think there were two different pressings of it sick no that, that that record's great um it is really good speaking of beach impediment um that public acid seven inch yeah uh, fucking incredible that's a ripper yeah that was like right away sometimes you know records take a while for me to get super stoked on them some especially with like some d beat bands um but that one was just from the beginning i was i was hooked the human blood wreck uh seven inch that was speaking of d beat that was top tier nice did you guys listen to that destruct lp that came out in i uh, think january Master junior yeah yeah it's very good it's Wind of Pain Part Two. No, I haven't, yeah. heard, I haven't heard that. It's really good. Great, yeah. Grave Mistake put it out. Yeah, Grave yeah. Mistake put it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. What? Did, when's the last time they put out a record? It's been I a think, minute. I think January of this year, and it was a destruct <laughs> record. Well, yeah. Be, it literally, that. it sounds so much like Wind of Pain. It's so stupid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that a listen after this. You definitely should. You'll really like it. Nice. It's it definitely 
I, I think it was kind of a down year for hardcore overall, honestly. But it was one of the hardcore records that like clicked with me right away. That the Chew record and the Gulch record are like, and this the Sial record are, are like all the ones that are just at the top. Wow, the last time he put out a record was in 2016. Before that, for real? Yeah. Whoa. That's insane. And, he, and and one of the records that year was the Earth Girls LP. And so you the- tanked Grave Mistake. Way to go! <laughs> for nearly <laughs> half. Like, I, I, okay. I, I do not want to lose any more money. This fucking Earth Girls record. <laughs> I'm gonna put out this record, and then the drummer's gonna move to Japan. Actually, I moved <laughs> to Japan before that. I think I had four four records come out while I was here. <laughs> two Boilerman records and two fucking uh, Earth and trust the Capel. Yeah, at least we yeah. toured on them. Yeah, that's true. I've played a show with Earth Girls in a long time, which I don't know if we ever will again, but. That's how it goes. Jim, <laughs> Jim, we should actually do another Boilerman 7-inch. And I'm putting it here on the Zoom chat to make sure that we do it. All right, I'm down. Cool. Write the songs. I have a couple. I actually <laughs> recently uh, I took I went through all of my like phone recordings working on Gidim stuff and yeah. like all my, my my voice memo recordings and like I organized them and put them all in folders. And I did find a couple Boilerman like appropriate riffs on there, so it wouldn't be too hard to throw throw some trash together. We should all we should also record those last three uh, Stranger songs. Oh, or just, re- or just release them because we have them from the final Boilerman or from the LP recording, right? Yeah, we have like the instrumental versions of them. They're not mixed or anything, but they're good. Not to toot my own horn, but. Or our own horn. Our own. I'll, I'll go, our own I'll go like horn. throw an apple at Ralph's window. His one window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go go smash through Ralph's sole window <laughs> and force him to yell into a microphone for just a, an hour or so. Is I'll 20, just cut it up. Is 2020 the, the, the last year of not normal? Is yeah. he, No, because he put out the CB Radio Burgess. I, I, I no, think but he, he's he, still going to do it from what he's told me. Okay, I thought it was this was gonna be the last year that he did. I think it was supposed to. So yeah, it was supposed like, to be, and then there's some there's some dangling things that should have come out this year, but for many different reasons didn't. That I think are still gonna trickle out next year. But I do think, for all intents and purposes, he's basically. I think he's wrapping it up. It's in its death throes. It's just lasting longer than <laughs> you would have expected. It's a slow burn. <laughs> a long slow death <laughs> all right yeah no that's good label maybe he'll come out with something that's really good like four years after just like grave mistake yeah that mr record he put out this year was good it's not like in my top top but it was cool if you haven't listened to it, check it out. yeah no i mean i like the uh what is it c cb cc gorgeous radio what is it called CB Radio Gorgeous. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Terrible band name. Real Joey Seeger nonsense. Where did Joey Seeger it up, Joey Seeger? <laughs> no, oh. It is good. I like yeah. that. I like that I love, record. I love seeing Joey Seeger in bands. Is he in any other bands? I don't think so. I don't know. 
I mean, no one's in bands anymore now. Yeah, no one's, <laughs> no one's doing shit. Yo, we get with it. God. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> did you guys play? Did you guys play shows before lockdown? Uh, I think Rash played Ian's party. So I think we played in like Jan. That would have been in January. Right. We also played the party, and yeah, but the day after you guys. Nice, you beat us. Yeah, I can't help but notice neither you put the rash record on your best uh, records of the year, which is wildly insulting. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us, Jim, we didn't put on the Bruges record either. Oh yeah. So anyway, um, let's get to the the last good point of this. Uh, The best record to have come out this year is the Bruges digital record, a thread of light. Um, Digital record. Give me a fucking break. uh, Yeah. You put that in a landfill. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, we're just, you know, we're ahead of the times. No big deal. Um, if you like music that defies all genres and uh, is much more intelligent than whatever bullshit Joey's doing, then yeah, you should give this a try. Um, yeah, best record of the year. We can end here if you want. No, let's keep going. That Rash record is really fucking good, though. Yeah, the Rash record is good. I've I'm, I'm actually I've only did records that I have a physical copy of, so I don't have that yet. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. I that's almost that's why that I don't have seven. the Bruges one because there is no physical copy. Damn, gotten hot. <laughs> damn, we're just better than that. Yeah, we've transcended to, the physical world. Shout out more to of a con- spiritual convulse records because that label is fucking so sick right now. Yeah, he did a ton this year, but it like for a pandemic year, he was unreasonably busy. He did that military gun seven inch. He did that SWAT tape. He did a lot more video stuff drum. That, yeah, yeah, the video punitive damage seven inch, which I thought was really good. I don't know yeah. if you've heard that. I didn't count it as a as a contender for this year because I think it was like a collection of EPs that came out previously, like mm. in 2019. But it's very good. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, hopefully good things are going to come out in 2021 but thanks for joining me on this pat looks sleepy he's got to go to bed <laughs> it's past my bedtime past his bedtime so uh and i gotta do things because it's daytime here so um thank you for joining me again episode bonus episode of anti-capitalists radio got pat from bruges and jim from rash get em. my celium cloak for their bros i don't know just keep going i don't know what what active bands do you have well i mean rash. no one's active we know that we just talked about yeah. rash dipshit come on <laughs> rash and mycelium cloak and hopefully there will be some get em stuff coming in the next yeah if i get if i can get to the practice space do it nice and a new boilerman record you heard it here yeah. first yeah new boilerman seven inch is exclusive yeah only available in podcast form on this podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> We're also going to really have to listen to hear. We're also going (laughs) to kick out Chris and go with the original lineup. Get Max. (laughs) The baselines all just be recordings of car engines. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds great. All right, we'll we'll leave it there. All right, thanks, guys. Send me those files. Bye.